Ari Shafir did a full hour on Jew, like Jewish jokes, because he's Jew. Like, and I think he's a. I, I do. <laughs> no, he's not he's Jew. Jew. He's not he's, he's Jew. He's a Jew for what? Cheers, Brad. Welcome to uh, the Drinks of Jackson podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jackson. And today uh, in the hot seat, we have Brad Oaks. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Just right. fresh from the drive. Fresh from, from the drive? Uh, from Melbourne, yeah. Where are we? Uh, we're in Shepparton. Yeah, right at, the, at the Shep Brewery. We're a bit of a comedy night. So, uh, yeah, just doing a bit of a quick podcast with the boys before uh, they get up on stage. Tom... Tom's setting up the equipment at the moment. Tom Seagat, he'll be on in with us in a short while. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Richard Stubbs is our headliner. You know what, Jackson, I'll just point out too that it's probably only the last 10 years it's become prevalent that we're doogies at breweries now that they've become so, you know, so much more popular. Yeah. And uh, they used to be called microbreweries. And the joke that I used to always do, and it never worked was I'd, I'd be in the brewery and, you know, you'd be doing a gig and you'd be able to see the vats. And I go, when they said microbrewery, I thought it would be about this big and I'd hold up my fingers and go, that's a microbrewery. It never worked. No. Anyway. <laughs> Mate, I, I uh, having a chat to you before. Um, I remember seeing you at the uh, Comics Lounge during our Year 12 camp literally 10 years ago. We've got a 10-year reunion this year. Mm. Um, mate, and you killed it down in Melbourne. Like, Thank you, but, you know, it really just to set the listeners straight, it just doesn't sound that good yeah. that I was at a Year 12 gig. <laughs> oh, like the Year 12 camp, we went to the Comics Lounge. Exactly. I know what you mean, yeah. 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 So it's, it's not like you're hanging out with a bunch of miners. But yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do remember now. So I, was, I think I was actually even, I might have been selling tickets out the front that night, yeah. uh, out in the, in the foyer in the bar. That's probably the one thing, like the Comics Lounge, like it's a, a bit of a community sense yeah. as far as everyone pitches in and has a go. Yeah. No, nah, it's good, man. Um, what... What got you into comedy? Uh, I um, I got into comedy because I made it my dad me to do it. Really? Yeah. And we're talking, talking, coming up to 34 years ago in uh, in May. Yeah. It'll be 34 years where a mate of mine said to me, uh, "See, I'd, I'd had a career and I I left that. Yeah. And I moved back to Melbourne. I was with all my mates and uh, we did this kind of little bit of a show. Yeah. And a friend of mine said, you should do stand-up comedy. I went, and, and I thought, well, I'm not doing anything else. Yeah. I'll give it a try. And um, uh, funnily enough, ironically, well, coincidentally, Richard Stubbs was the actual MC that night. So good. Uh, so, um, you know, it's, um, and I did it. And it went, it went pretty well for a first gig. Yeah. And then Richard said to me afterwards, he said, uh, what do you think of comedy? And I said, I think it's fantastic. It's better than sex. Because, you know, I did five minutes. He goes, really? I went, no, nah, it just goes longer. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, mate, like, it, I think, um, you know, you, there are a fair few jokes that come out of Raw. Obviously, I did my second set of Raw uh, not long ago, less than a month ago. You know, sex is like your first set at Raw. Yeah. You know, you referred to your dick too much. Well, yeah. You didn't last the full five minutes. Yeah, n- nobody, nobody else was there. And no one else was there. <laughs> <laughs> you worked, there was a fair bit of crowd work that went on. 
But um, no, nah, it's mate. It's uh, I think everyone would agree that they love to laugh, and yeah. if you can make people laugh, yeah, you know. Well, yeah. If you can't fight, it's good that you make people laugh. Hey, if if you look. Like do. this, uh, the only way to pick up women is to make them laugh too. Yeah. You know, if you can do both. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Look, That's look, good. it's just um, it's it's not something that I originally decided I wanted to do. It's just yep. like I fell into it. But yeah. I like a lot of people. I was hooked on it straight away. So good. Yeah. It's just um, it is exciting to um, yeah, as you say, make people laugh and um, and it, it's still fun to learn. I mean, I'm still learning after 34, you know, 33 and a half years. That's crazy, man. It's just still... Um, That's crazy. Things that you just, you know, you, you're going to discover. Yeah. Plus, you have to kind of keep keep with the times as well. You yeah. Know, you have to, um, uh, there's no, like, uh, you know, if, you, if you're making jo- jokes about um, rotary phones, you forget it because nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got to be up with the times for oh, sure. Come use time, I don't think... Um, Kids are gonna know, you know, when I start talking about not having the right change. They go, "What do you mean? You know, there's no coins. Yeah, they'll be gone. There'll be no cash." Right. So, um, yeah, you, you know, you have to stay on top of all that kind of thing. It's just the little things too, eh? Like it's it's crazy. Um, even I, I find jokes that are event based, like something that happened yesterday. Yeah. So our, the first uh, raw gig was the day after a guy off the coast of Newcastle got his legs chewed off by a shark. <laughs> chewed off. Yeah. And I, I, I said, uh, for those of you that are easily offended, it might pay to go to the toilet or grab a drink because I'm going to take you into deep, dark, murky waters right. like that uh, diver off the coast of Sydney. Oh, yeah. You know, just little things that yeah. the zingers, but now they don't hit. Yeah, that's that's the thing with to- topical comedy is, and there's a limited amount of time, and that's mainly because all jokes need a point of reference; they need a context. Yeah. And if if everybody knows what happened yesterday, that's a good context. Um, if uh, you know they know that um, I don't know, um, you know the Australians got smashed the end in the cricket in uh, uh, India. Yeah. We made, but. You know, it, people have to know what you're talking about. If there's no context, jokes just do not work. Yeah, I, can, I can't tell you about the time I went to the beach when I was 16 with my girlfriend uh, because you don't know what happened there. Yeah. You know, it was, it was si- good. Si- <laughs> Situational base can be a bit tough at times. Mm. I think like you really got to illustrate and paint that, that landscape. Um, and when you've got just, say, you're five minutes up on stage or a limited time, it can be a tough thing to do. Yeah, well, uh, I coach comedians. I'm one yeah. Of these, one of the things I coach them in is editing, because stand-up comedy is, is very similar in. Uh, if you want to make a comparison to, um, say, imagine a TED talk or a very uh, a very intricate um, speech being like a painting. Yeah. Well, stand-up comedy is like a cartoon, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to express in the shortest amount of s- strokes. Yeah. The same thing. You're trying to paint the picture. Yeah. So it needs to be something like um, my mate Bill went down to the shop. Right. We don't need to know anything about Bill. We don't yeah. need to know anything about going to the shop. And then you do your punchline. Do your bit. I think that's where, like, that word economy, um, the likes of a Theo Vaughn, like, he, he kills it, you know. Obviously, the accent and the way that he presents himself paints half of the picture as it is, especially when you see him live. Oh, I, I didn't do that. Like, I, I've done a joke for years. Um, where I, I talk about uh, the runner Kathy Freeman, and I just say, yeah, uh, she's got a stalker, and I thought, how fast is he? 
Oh, that's a very, very quick joke. Yeah. And it doesn't work on backpackers. Yeah. So I have no, no idea. No friends. idea yeah. whatsoever. Right. Yeah. That's good, mate. This is, uh, have you always been a Melbourne boy? Uh, except for briefly, just before I started stand-up, yeah. I lived in Sydney for two and a half years. How'd you find it? Uh, it's, it's a beautiful town and, uh, you know, um, it was good to get back to Melbourne. It's a bit of a divide. You're either Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah. You're never both. No, look, it's, that's very pronounced for them as well. I noticed up there that, and then, you know, admittedly this was over 30 years ago, but their hatred of Melbourne is stronger than our hatred of them. Yeah. You know, it's just... Um, uh, yeah, that, they're still getting over the fact that uh, Melbourne was the um, most richest place in the world in the mid-18th century. Well, that was nearly 200 years ago. Get over it. You know? Yeah. Anyway, if you're um, in and in uh, you want to come down and fight me? Come on. Come on. That's good. Hey, uh, what advice would you give to uh, young and upcoming comedians? Obviously, you've touched on the fact that you've uh, done a bit of coaching. Yeah, okay, so, um, uh, so it's perhaps more difficult for you because you're based regionally, aren't you? So there's not a lot of opportunities for you to get up. Because that's what you want to do is you want to get up as much as, as you much can. As much as possible. Like tonight, yeah. honestly, I've given up. So tonight is our open mic night in Bendigo at the Cambrian Hotel. I've right. given that opportunity up. I did a podcast with Dana Winch, uh, yeah. co-founder slash owner of the Shep Brewery, um, set up this equipment and luckily snagged a bit of a, a bonus set with you boys. Yeah. But um, I thought, you know, the likes of doing this and watching you guys up on stage would be far better than me doing my five-minute set over there. So it was um, well, what? Yeah, weighing it all up. Yeah, well, what, what my advice is is uh, if you can... You need to, uh, and like I said, this is difficult for you originally, but let's say if you're in Melbourne, as I say, you do three nights a week, maybe four, and you work on the same material. Just uh, tweak it every... But just over and over and over again, because you won't learn much if you keep changing what you're doing. Sure. But if you keep doing the same thing, you'll learn not only how the material works, but you'll learn how you work as well. So... What makes you tick? Well, yeah, uh, you know, how you like to like to reveal things yeah. is that, that's the big thing and that's where a lot of comedy goes wrong is when you get to the funny bit saying it the right way uh, Tom and I were talking about that on the drive up here just certain comedians we think could have done better really over the years if they just um, just found a better way I'm not going to say anything but no. they've just found a, a better way to um, deliver their punchlines sure so uh, you're going to you know it's like any kind of data you'll just get better results by doing the same thing over and over yep You'll, you'll get better results out of that because you'll see what what's constant and what is just occasional. Sure. So, yeah, that, that's um, my big thing. Uh, the big thing is, as I mentioned, context. Make sure that people know what you're talking about. You know, don't assume that, um, you know, if, you, if you're doing jokes about cricket, that people know what goes on down your local cricket club. Yeah. Because they don't. Uh, um, uh, I would say be, and be responsible for your material. So that if, you, if you're going to do like stuff that's dark or harsh or black, you have to be ready for the fact that that may not, may not go somewhere. It may not hit, yeah. yeah. I've found that for sure. Like a, a fair bit of mine, it, it's situational based or personal experiences. And 
you know, taking the mickey out of that, but people don't like it because of the subjects that you're covering within that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's that's me. You're not going to like every comic. Um, no, mate. Yeah, but you have to find a way that make that, make that agreeable to people. Yeah. I, it's just tough, like, uh, you know, the likes of an Anthony Jeselnik on Instagram, um, on not in Instagram, Netflix. Yeah. You know, some of the dark shit that he touches on as opposed to uh, a Dave Chappelle, like the goat. Right. Um, Dave will be fairly light, but he'll be criticised far more than the likes of, you know, an Anthony Anthony Jeselnik, a big Jay, Jay Okerson, a, a Joey Diaz. Yeah, well, I, was, I suppose, as you said, he's at the top. Yeah. You know, and that's the, people, the person people are going to go after. Well, they say the higher you go, the sharper the knives. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's um, it, it, yeah. Look, it is that, but it's also too. It's like um, a lot of people who are critical about comedy, yeah, don't like comedy anyway. Right? This is uh, you know, this is like um, uh, me being critical of of uh, rugby league. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't play it. I don't go to see it. I don't watch it. Why, you know, why do I possibly have much of an agenda about it? Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of people who are just Oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that in comedy. Uh, they don't go to comedy anyway. Yeah. So I don't really see that they've got much skin in the game. Do you think the reason why, you know, New South Welshmen, people from Sydney are so angry is because they're used to pushing two guys' heads up, three guys' bums sort of thing? Like, yeah, well, you can say that. I'm not going to be wrong on that. Um, I, I, I don't understand rugby whatsoever, eh? Well, look, I don't mind it. What I find interesting about the way people... The way rugby league's being advertised this season yeah. on TV is you notice that it's all high marks and kicking for goal. Seven there. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, they're really kind of going, look, you know, and there'll be like, what, three kicks for goal in a game of rugby and uh, maybe one high mark a month. Yeah. So... But that's all they're showing on TV. Yeah. But that's marketing. Anyway, that's not what we're talking but, about. Yeah, even from a marketing sense, like Tom does his uh, suburban footballer, yeah. Caulfield North in the twos, dresses up. He kills it over footy season. Like, oh, we, yeah. we got him in for our Christmas party for cricket, which would have been, I don't know, a couple of weeks from now, but a couple of years ago. Yeah. So leading into that footy season. And obviously it's not, it's not so, it's more seasonal, but yeah. Yeah. Really admire the uh, the niche area that is just taken over. Like, uh, I'll tell you what's funny about that is that I've seen Tom play football. Have you? Oh, yeah. He used to be captain, well, he's captain of the Bears. Let, let's just look at him whilst we uh, talk about the way. I can't see him. There's a barrel in there. Yeah, there's a barrel in your road. I think he's trying to fight through the uh, the cables. It's a pain in the ass setting up audio equipment. Yeah, but it, the irony is about the suburban footballer yeah. is, you know, he plays the character as a bit of a loser. Is in fact, he's a... Um, He's that guy? He's a very good footballer. Is he really? He was captain of Caulfield. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've seen him. Well, I've, I've, I've seen him play footy. I've seen him go in under a pack. Be that guy who goes in under a pack, comes out with the ball. You know? Yeah, gee whiz. Yeah, he's only a little fella too. Whereas me, um, I haven't kicked the football in anger for 40-something years. Mate, you're on the sidelines with me sinking tennis and hanging shit on people. I'm not I'm not having shit on people I offer people advice like fuck off that's advice <laughs> what would you know that's a question that's a question um, how did you go through COVID from a comedy sense oh no I, um, I, had, I actually didn't get much work I yeah. ended up, I ended up uh, going to work in an office yep for, um, for the best part of two years 
I went, um, I went and worked in the um, in a COVID unit giving people advice because you know I fuck off, no, no. <laughs> stay home. Um, and you, you, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had to do that for um, for a period of time. And just working part time, I ended up. Um, um, by the time I left, I was a trainer. Yeah, right. But uh, it was, um, yes, yeah, it was a bit of a hiccup in my uh, my career. Yeah. And I'm currently looking to go back to working on cruise ships. As a comedian. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. There's probably about forty or fifty comedians in the country who do that. Really? Almost as a living. That's all they do. Shit. Just do ships. Well, Kitty Flanagan, I think, was up last week at the West Bank Centre. Here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Young bloke, his final of uh, Raw. Ba, 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 fuck, what's his name? Blake Havey. Have you heard of him? Um, he's doing it to us. So it's it's crazy that, you know, regionally, Shepparton's becoming a bit more of a, a landmark spot as far as, you know, yeah. touring. Um, for those up and coming, obviously, Kitty's well into her bloody career and oh, yeah. went the media route. Yeah, she's, she's one of the best comedians in the country, too. Yeah. Did you go and see her? Nah, I was working yeah. day shift, man. Yeah. I just come off night shift last night, and these beers are going down quite quite bloody good. Oh, yeah. So, Do the people know what you do? Pardon? Do these people know what the, you do? The listeners? Oh, probably. I, I, I'm a, a shift worker. Yeah. I do a few other things, but, yeah, for the most part, I, I work 50-plus hours a week in a, a milk factory pumping out cheese. Yeah, because uh, I thought that was funny because when you said I'm a cheese maker... And I thought, well, on a hot day, so am I. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but, but, you know, that's what you need to do. You, you still need, like, uh, nobody's going to pay comedians to sit at home, so you need to yeah. have some some kind of income. Yeah. And that's, you know, during COVID, that's what I did. I, I did some Zoom gigs. Yeah. But I didn't like it. You know, I don't like The it. Zoom gigs, I think, bombed hard. Well, Dave O'Neill, a good mate of mine, he did very well in them. Yeah. But I don't know how he, he'd just get people's attention. Yeah. I'd get really annoyed. I'd, I'd see somebody reading something while I was doing it, and I just, just want to go, what are you doing? It's like, I'm here. Pay attention. Yeah, so, but anyway, it's just um, in, in the future, yeah. when it's so toxic outside we can't go anywhere, Yeah. that's what we'll all be doing, Zoom gigs. Zoom gigs. It's just, yeah. It, how much would you say your gig relies on the audience and the atmosphere? Fair bit. Oh, from a feedback point of view? I, I, don't, I don't quite get the question. So, obviously, a Zoom gig, they failed because you're just talking into a microphone. Oh, I see. So, so in terms from, of, from your act. In terms of the reaction, yeah. Well, that's, that's why working live is the best. Yeah. You know, I've, I've put on... I've produced a show for um, uh, the Australian um, Square, in, um, Fed Square Funnies in... Um, the first year of COVID, yeah, I, I produced that, so I emceed it. But we just did that in this beautiful theatre with no audience. Yeah, right. Uh, so, what you have to do when you do that is you have to just time, do your joke, and then wait a significant amount of time until you think people will have stopped laughing, and then you start again. It's very weird. Very weird. Yeah, because it's got like the ebbs and flows, like the tone, the pauses, yeah. everything within your act, and it's when you've accounted for that time, and then they don't laugh. Well, yeah, um, doesn't happen. <laughs> oh man, but it um, has. Yeah. Oh, oh, mate, tell me about it. Don't worry about that. But um, I think, like, with, with every set, like, especially with the opens, just trying to make sure that 
you've got fresh material coming through. So if a joke doesn't bark the way that you want it to, you can always have that capacity to, to deviate. Yeah, but that's that's about getting a body and work together. Like, yeah, I've got a couple of hours. I, how many, I was going to say, how much would you have in the in the bank? I mean, I'm probably a couple of hours. Really? I'm yeah. only on about maybe eleven minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, eleven minutes. But how long have you been doing it? Uh, uh, twelve months. Yeah, eleven minutes to twelve months in a, in a regional area is not too bad. Yeah, because um, you've got to. You've got to then go and do gigs and try these out, you know. And yeah. If, if the nearest place is Bendigo, mm. you might as well go to Melbourne. Well, at, at this stage, like for me, I probably see myself being in the factory for another two years before making the move down to Melbourne. Right. Just yeah. trying to tick off the boxes, set myself up in a way that, you know, like if I need to go back to a part-time job that doesn't pay well, that I'm living week to week. But at the same yeah. time, it's just building that foundation to make the leap less stressful like in, in order to do what I want to do I need to make the leap just no different to the uh, audio equipment that you're looking at now um, I was just saying but yeah. oh, these microphones are amazing yeah they're pretty like, good eh? normally if I was being heckled by somebody in the audience I'd say I'll come down and I'll stick this up your ass but I wouldn't stick this up your ass it's, it's, it'd be too expensive yeah it's uh, a bit fancy eh? yeah I'd carry an old one an old one yeah Awesome. For us to hear. Oh, bro, tell me about it. Do you, do you find it hard as a comedian, like, one, sort of managing yourself yeah. and lining up your own gigs? Like, yeah. You sort of eat what you kill in a sense. Well, it is. It, it's, it's no different to being, like, say if you're a really good plumber, you know, yeah. and you might say to you, you're such a good plumber, you should go out in business on your own. Right? Yeah. And then you go out in business on your own, you find out you're a good plumber, you're really shit at business, you're really shit at finding work. Yeah. All right. And, you know, to, to that extent, I'm, I'm terrible at finding work. Luckily, I've got a reputation. And so people come to me. But, you know, it was, it was, it was up to me. Yeah. I get nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> you get nada. No. Nah, oh. I'll just, well, you know, it helps if you get out of bed before midnight. You know. <laughs> oh, cheers. Oh. Check one, two. <laughs> We're just uh, talking to Tommy about uh, Sydney v Melbourne. Right. how there's always that common hatred. Okay. And yep. it de- yeah. it's quite prevalent. Uh, you know, I go up with a couple of people to the uh, pink test. Yep, yep. Uh, to day two, and where we all dress uh, up as uh, Richie yeah, Benno. Yep, yep. Oh, did you dress up? Yeah, boy. Like a nice one. <laughs> and you had, uh, you had the suburban footballer at your cricket club? Yeah, with the uh, reverse garage door protecting the beer fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a yeah. Classic. 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 I think was- someone reported it because they got offended. I don't know. What, what do you mean reverse garage door? So it sounds like a sex position, doesn't it? No, nah, it was. Uh, so they had a. It was. It was the. It was the fridge, wasn't it? So, so the fridge yeah. behind the fridge the, gets broken into by all the Deros. So they had a, just this roller door that pulled down and uh, and and just covered the covered the fridge. It was it was genius, but it was it wasn't was, it reverse? So it you was could, reverse, so you could take it off. Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, but they just don't really have the capacity stupid. to bring a shifter. When yeah. they break in to take the door, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was taken down. Oh, just the post was. I think it, the they tag. removed the tag because they didn't want to be known as the retarded cricket club with the uh, yeah. reverse garage door protecting the beer fridge. Oh, Makes sense. Of uh, back on. <laughs> I've, uh, I've only I've had a couple clubs yeah. contact me. One was a stall, stall. Uh, stall. I did a reverse draw on a Sunday, and it was yeah. um, it was loose. So. They can either go two ways, the Sunday session. You can either turn up 
and everyone's had a good night's sleep and they're, they're bright, and bright spark up and about, or you turn up and no one's slept and it's just a shit show and they're all drinking UDLs and it's uh And they're calling and in sick messy. to work on a yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. like that's, uh, they're all grinding their jaws and it's uh, it's not good. So uh, so this was probably the latter, I would dare say, and it was a, it was a train wreck and a guy, um, they had this big balcony uh, that overlooked the ground yeah. and a guy everyone was clapping him and he he did a a lap nude and so everyone there was probably 100 people up on this balcony clapping him in and he ran a full lap nude and then the centre square was just a it was a uh, just a cricket pitch that so was just fucked mid cricket season and he's run up and done a big uh, done a big skid oh, face uh, face first through the through the cricket pitch nude. mud everywhere yeah completely starkers everyone's cheering uh, at least it come. was wet though it was wet yeah. oh thank it, it was like it was wet, like ten centimeters deep water, freezing cold. And I've recorded the whole thing, and he's like, "Mate, make sure you put that up." And everyone's going, "Oh, you've got to put it up. You've got to put it up." And um, so, so next day I put it up, and this thing went crazy. Like it had like three and a half thousand likes, like like tens views. of thousands of views. And um, anyway, uh, on the Monday, I get a message from the president of the club uh, saying, "Oh, mate, Tommy, can you give me a call?" ASAP, and I, and I rang, um, and I so I, so I quickly rang him back. And I said, "Oh, is everything all right?" And they said, "Oh, mate, the uh, the kids down the cop station." So yeah. he's only oh no, he's only the kid was only sixteen, which I didn't know at the time. Um, Did he look sixteen? Uh, no, he looked he looked he looked every bit of uh, every bit of eighteen to me. But um, so, yeah, so he's so he's down the, the he's down the cop station, and, oh, the, and the local council owns the ground, and apparently they're just assholes, and they were and they've put him up on indecent. In and so they've rung the police and they've put him up on an indecent exposure. exposure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, mate, you've got to take this thing down. So I'm, I'm fumbling away, quickly got yeah. it down. And um, and then he rang me back 10 minutes later and goes, oh, mate, you've got another video of, a, of him. It's completely unrelated, but he's you can see him in the background getting taken his kit off. And um, I was oh, like, oh, Jesus. No. So, so he goes, if you could erase any... Any history of you even coming to the town? To yeah, oh, that'd Jesus. be that'd be great. No, it's I, like a, a legend. It'll be a legend. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. lucky they didn't have you knocked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just suddenly no. it's knocking the door. <laughs> but it was just the it it's, was the best Stor- day. It's Stallbrad, not Griffith. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was so disappointing because it was the best day. The president was good. He was like, mate, we had the best day. Look, it's, it's shit that it's come to this. The local council sucks, and um, they all suck. They all local suck. Councils. And uh, yeah, anyway, so that's probably the no, um, no, no. A, a couple of guys and. I do a warning now when I get to take the photos of, of the whole footy club together. I say, guys, if you think it's funny, flopping your penis out for this photo. I've had five or six guys message me the next day saying, oh, you know, I was a bit pissed, flop my dick out, can you can you delete it? And I just say, mate, I just don't respond. And um, and so, so I give everyone a warning. So no one's done it since then. But in the early days, nearly every second week, you'd, you'd, you'd zoom in and someone would have a ball bag hanging out or a penis. It was uh, classy stuff. Classy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. How's yeah. uh, how's your season looking forward? Obviously, AFL's just around the corner. The old suburban footballer will yeah. be doing his hamstring and calf, yeah, no, calf it's looking, exercises. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a, bu- a busy year. So it's, it's going to be year? a lot of uh, lot of travelling, which I've got to get better at. Not not uh, not booking so many far away, but um, but uh, yeah, a lot of lot of travelling. But yes, yeah, I certainly can't complain. It's pretty much booked up till the end of footy season. So, so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm lucky the way it's all sort of come together. Hell yeah, man. Well. Uh, I touched on a few points with uh, Brad, and I'd love to get your your uh, view on them. What advice would you give to someone that wants to become a comedian? Oh, um, 
I, I guess just get up, get Have up as as, uh, as 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 often as as often as you can, no matter how how shitty it, the gig seems, and um yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, just get up, even if it's a, someone's asked you to get up at, at your at your work or your yeah. or down a local footy club or whatever, just get up. And another one, and Oaksy will, um, well, Oaksy actually teaches stand up, so he certainly uh, knows a lot more than me. But my advice when I do go out and see midweek gigs is if there's, even if there's three people in the room, don't, perf- they call it don't perform to the back of the room. So yeah. don't, don't, it's so tempting because it's a shit, it might be a shit night, three or four punters in. So what he means is up the back of the room with the same comedians you see all the time. Who are going to the same gigs, and there's a tendency to perform to them, yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than the crowd. And I tell you, one person is an audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, one person you don't know is an audience. If they've yeah. taken the time to come and see you, I think you yeah. should give them that sort of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, on the other, on the other hand, watching Tom Seagat performs in the back of the room when the gig's not going very well is an absolute joy. Yeah, well, you, you might well see me perform in the back of the room. <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> One joke doesn't go down. That's, uh, this, this show's for Oaksy. I'll, I'll, I'll sit in the middle of the room. <laughs> and, um, and also... and this Stubbsy? Is, is, is he coming? Yeah, yeah Stubbsy Stubbs will be here. Um, this, is, uh, this is one thing that I didn't... I don't know whether this is the best advice, but you, I think you're better off having... You're more chance of getting booked in your early days if you've got five minutes of gold yep. than 30 minutes of shit. So, I've got 11 minutes of working material. Yep. We but haven't put it through a sluice well, or well, a fucking, we haven't panned minutes. it. Yeah. But what, you wait, get five minutes, just work that five minutes until you got five minutes that you're absolutely 100% happy with, always works. Hell yeah. And then you try and get it to 10. That's what and I meant then. before when I said, don't be trying to write new material every week. Get, get those minutes up, get that crafted, get that right, then get your next five. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's probably no point doing really topical stuff yeah. in your early days. It's going to only last a week. I'm lucky. I'm, I'm pretty sure in 100 years' time, people are still going to have dicks and balls. And oh, your, your fucking oh, dick yeah. jokes are the best. But I, um, I, reckon I, I reckon in my whole career, I've had three jokes that I've been like, I can't use that anymore. You know, yeah. You know, um, and it, yeah. Because of because it hasn't been topical anymore, or I think I've got a few bit of COVID stuff now, but I think COVID was so yeah, big it's, that it's gonna it's well, expired gonna be now. I think it. people have oh, moved on. Yeah. I think from COVID to some extent. I, I, see, I don't agree. I think that if you can come up with a good angle, people still talk about the Second World War. Yeah, yeah true. People still talk about Jesus. You know, it's it's there. It's it just, depends who you are too. Like Ari Shafir did a full hour on Jew, like Jewish jokes, because he's Jew. Like. And I think he's a... I, I do. <laughs> no, he's not he's a Jew. He's not ish. He's Jew. He's a Jew for what? <laughs> Rents Jew. <laughs> but, like, well, I, I think they wanted to cap the views at 8 million. Is it? Well, at least they didn't say 6. <laughs> oh, was it 6? I mean, oh, I missed the fucking punchline. He, he said that on uh, Protect Our Parks with um, yep. Mark Normand and fucking Steve Gill- Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. I think they're coming out. Yeah, Mark Norman on this week, it's Tuesday, said he's coming to Australia soon. Yeah. Do you, you're a Rogan fan? Uh, not so much Rogan. Mark Norman. He's Mark my Norman? Uh, favourite. Yeah? Yeah. So good. <laughs> Did you uh, see any of the uh, talent from uh, Dave Chappelle when he came to Melbourne or nah, Tom nah. Segura? 
I went to a Tom, Tom at, Segura. At the Palais? Yeah, yeah. So good, yeah, eh? I got too, too bloody pissed and can't remember a thing. I was, oh, that, really? I was that excited to be out and about. Oh, that was me at Dave Chappelle when they locked our phones in fucking packs and we couldn't get our phone out. Yeah. yeah and, and, but didn't everybody get a um, Dave Chappelle dick pic from that? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what he did. That's why they took your phones. I heard... Um, uh, Husey speaking, and he said he was on it, just a, not an open mic, but a, a room up in Sydney, and Dave Chappelle dropped in. and um, Bumped everyone except Husey, didn't they? I think, and he did two hours, uh, Dave Chappelle, because he's famous, and they reckon it was as close to a fucking hostage situation as you can get. He yeah. said everyone wanted out. And, and but he's, mate, I reckon he has got a, got very self indulgent. And oh, you reckon? Uh, oh, totally. He's punched. Uh, his early stuff was 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 great. It's just not like oh, I think he's he's got such a he's he's so respected that he yeah. he, th- he can just get away with it. Yeah, that's a uh, That uh, Netflix special that he did. Um, eight minutes forty five or whatever the, yeah, the I can't yeah. breathe. After that. I think he plays to the media a fair bit. And I feel like Jim Jeffries, to some extent, does the same, yep. the exact same thing. At least he's uh, still dishing up punchlines. I think he's just, it's almost TED talky. What is, uh, yeah. it's just a. I was at a, with my wife just before we got, had kids. We went over to the States and we're at a little comedy joint in New York and we went specifically to see this guy uh, Judah Freelander who was my favourite comedian at the time and um Kimmy's big on him yeah, yeah well, he told me about yeah. him and I and I looked up some videos and I was desperate to see him and uh, we went and saw him this one night and he was just about to start and um, they said oh Judah Freelander's sick he's, he's unable to attend tonight and we were like oh and we were I had my feet the stage was only 20 centimetres high and we were I had my feet on, on the stage on the stage we were, we're, that, we're yeah. that close and, um, and they said but uh, replacing him is Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle got up and did so we watched him do an hour and a half standing right there and I don't think and it was it was great to, to see it but he he doesn't he just thinks more I think it, someone needs to tell him less is more like yeah, yeah. if he'd have got after got off after 40 yeah. it would have been one of the highlights of my like Jimmy Carr career. Jimmy Carr um, featured as an opener with Jeff Ross at Dave Chappelle yeah. and those guys brought people up on stage and roasted the fuck out of them there was also another bloke and I can't think of his name at the moment wasn't uh, there a DJ the DJ was fucking gold wow and like, well you're kind of dancing in your chair don't you oh you know it, it probably took an hour and a half I think for us to really find our seats and for them to actually start coming out right yeah, yeah. It seems the more important you are, the longer it takes you to get out of bed and into a taxi and go to the show that everyone paid to see you. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just goes too long. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it, it, it reminds me of somebody who can't quite remember what they were talking about until they go, oh, that was it, and then boom. Even Jim Jeffries, I've seen Jim Jeffries, and I thought, you know, you could you could do a lot less time between your punchlines. Mm. Yeah. It comes back to that word economy we were talking yeah. about as far as like that, that story that you're trying to illustrate with your words, the less words to get yeah. to the punchlines, better. But then, then again, if someone says to you, you can have, for these guys, you can have probably, you can have $10 million when you come up with your next hour. That's not much incentive to keep it tight. No. Nah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, probably more than that off the back of touring yeah. that hour. Like, yeah, it's, that's, that's full circle because when you're an open micer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, quite often you go, I've got 11 minutes, right? And it turns out, and you find out when you um, when you go and do a hard gig, 
you find out you've got four minutes, but what you've got is seven minutes of chat, you know, and it's, it is funny that that goes full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good example, um, when I sort of first started, Arge, Arge Barker was my favourite. I loved him. Yeah. And, um, and his first hours were just bang, 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 bang. And I don't think anyone or maybe a handful of people in the world could come up with a good hour every 12 months. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not doable. So, but he knew... Louis CK does a pretty close job. I think he's oh, quite no, I, I think he, he's a big one that says you can't and he does yeah. it every couple of years. I yeah. Think. Yes. So, and he just, he just does it when he's ready. He doesn't yeah. say I've got to have it ready by July 13th. I think he's trying to really uh, pump him out since what he got caught jerking off in front of... Yeah, a female in a hotel room, but you've, you've really reduced that to uh, <laughs> an, an incident. I wouldn't say court. He was. Uh, a, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't say once. <laughs> but like the next special to come out from that, like, was just that massive illuminated sign in the background saying "sorry." Yeah, well, yeah. Like at least he faced it front on. Oh, he, uh, you know, he, uh, he mentioned to me in his latest. Uh, his latest uh, podcast with Rogan. Did you mention your intro? Yeah. Really? 100%. Did he uh, mention you in, 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 was complimentary? It was, I, because I thought it was the worst, in, and it was, it was, it was a horrendous intro, but they were, Joe Rogan asked him if, um, if he's known everywhere. And, uh, and and Joe's going, surely everywhere you go, you're known. And he's like, I went to this place called, uh, I think it's the Comics Lounge in Australia. I'd been there before. The MC got up and he knew that no one was going to know me. So he was actually really complimentary. He said, this guy was, he, he guys, he said, mate, was really good. He, he, he said who I was and he said, you, 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 and, he, and he was running through trying to build me up and he said he went out there and got nothing he said no one knew who he was which was yeah. which was spot on that's what I intended but it was just such a fucking shit intro was it? I, I just I got in a sentence I didn't know my way out of it I had a fucking dry bit in my throat I was oh it was gross oh well, lucky he didn't name check you yeah Saving, yeah. But, but, but he was all I wish he had it because his recollection of it according to this was was positive yeah whereas I was uh, I, I was I was really down <laughs> it's, uh, but then it, you could have borrowed his sorry sign. <laughs> what are your uh, thoughts on Ricky Gervais? Uh, he, oh, he's, he's great. I, I don't think he's as much a stand-up as like a. He's a fucking genius. His TV, his um, that Afterlife is oh, one of the best mate. shows I've, I've ever seen. Like, I've, I've watched reruns of it. I don't care. Like, like I'll repeat it again. You could be, you know, another show that you could be 80, 21, male, female, yeah, golf, and flies. football, and and, and lo- love the show. Like it's, it is. He is a very talented man. And the office is. Yeah, you know, some things date, but when that first came out, it was uh, yeah, not, not any better. I was yeah. watching him last night. He was a dolphin on Family Guy. Is he? Yeah, played a dolphin <laughs> on Family Guy. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's stand up small. I mean, I guess it's stand up, but he but it's he, he does steal a couple of old jokes and, and stuff yeah. like. But he's so it's more just a presentation of. But I, yeah, he's I, very I like, good. I like Beastly. Oh, well, was, you know, Who? Beastly's. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, and he's, I was expecting not to like it. Yeah, you know, he, he's a genius. And he's just yeah. and his um his intros at the Oscars and stuff are just oh he doesn't give a fuck are so good you can yeah. tell he does not yeah, care yeah, one yeah. bit Jackson I ask you a question Go. this is a podcast but you see me be wearing makeup yeah how dare you say that I wear makeup and then take a phone call <laughs> who <Big bad. laughs> who throws shots like that and then fucking runs away but don't you do have a glow I've, yeah it's. It's sunscreen because okay. I'm brown. A shepherd and glow. Now, so first of all, three things. First of all, um, I took the phone call because I thought you were going to hit me. 
Uh, uh, secondly, I thought it'd be very funny uh, for people to listen to this yeah. and think that you wore makeup. It's, a bit yeah. of a che- it's yeah. like chisel dust. Well, no, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, some people, some people would be uh, really honoured to be, um, you know. Had shit hung on them by me, but I can see I've, I've misjudged you completely. <laughs> I might have to pay my tuition to the comic school, I reckon. I think you can do that. We'll see how you go when you jump up here. Oh, and, shit. Uh, here we go. Yeah, and, and remember, I started out as a heckler. Yeah, uh, beautiful. You beauty. But no, I don't, I, uh, uh, again, I just uh, I think that people still need to know that you're a good looking young man who's you know, got a tan. So, yeah, so how, how old are you? Uh, 27. Oh, early days. What advice would you give to your former 27-year-old self before we wrap this up? Um, Don't do ketamine. Um, (laughs) What advice? Just, uh, God, I uh, just, yeah, just do what you want to do. What you want to do at that age? Yeah, that, Bloody, hey, um, that's half the reason fun. why I took the leap into this. I yeah. thought let's be the Aussie version of Joe Rogan yeah. with no, the tan. No. Yeah, don't settle down. Don't settle down too early. Yeah, do, yeah. Do a bit of martial arts. Dude, I, I actually went to the jujitsu in town. Forty degree day. Yeah. I was sweating so much. Yeah. Wrestling with another male. It was a bit gay. Nah. Like one one piece of material holding back his dick whilst he's got me in a bloody front triangle submission. Thank you very much. Dana doesn't need to be hearing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why does he need to get me into an omoplata? Yeah, that is good. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's got a bit nah. of a gay feel to it, I think. Uh, Sorry, Joe. No, I don't know. Nothing gay about getting your ass kicked. Uh, are you a bluer? A bluer? Are you yeah. a bluer? I don't fight. No, I, I laugh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you do. <laughs> nah, I, honestly, like, the closest I'll get to bluing is when I try and pick up some bloke's missus that I didn't know he was with. Yeah. So, and easiest way to start, isn't yeah, it? That's an like, easy way to start. sorry, Damo, I didn't think Shaz was with you, you know? Like, nah, because country towns, it's, I'll go back, I grew up in Wodonga and everyone's got a history and everyone's got a, bit, a long memory in the country. Like, I've got a theory, like, in Melbourne, like, if uh, Oaksy and I hate each other... We could go the rest of our lives in Melbourne without bumping into each other. Whereas in the country, Can't. we're going to see each Not other possible. at Coles. We're going to see each other at the pub. We're going to our kids are going to play footy together. Yeah. Eventually, one day, someone's going to be pissed, say the wrong thing. I got mates back home that are, you go back and they go, "Oh, there's fucking Robbo the cockhead," and you're like, "Oh." Didn't you hate him 25 years ago? And you're like, things just never end. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Everyone's in your face. No, sick. And Shep's probably pretty similar. Yeah, to to some extent for sure. Hey, uh, Tom, for those of, you know, the listeners that want to follow you and see a bit more of your story, whereabouts can they... uh reach you on social media uh, I'm very uh, I haven't really I haven't really evolved I'm still on the old uh, Facebook um, my wife hooked me up with the Instagram but I've got no idea how to even sign in but, um, so it's just Tom Seagat suburban footballer yeah and, and there's a Tom Seagat comedy one as well but that's uh, awesome okay, okay, great. what about you Brad I'm uh, Bradford.Oaks on Instagram yep why is it dot .Oaks is there a, is there a Bradford Oaks uh, I just I, um, I don't know my girlfriend did it for me yeah uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Brad, um, Bradford Emlyn Oaks on Facebook. No doubt. Love to remember, but just go to Tom's page and find it. Yeah, um, yeah that's cool. Well, uh, no doubt I'll put those in the show notes. Um, okay. Thanks, guys, yeah, for joining me on this uh, podcast. Good I, luck I, I know it's a bit of cheers. <laughs> good luck to you two. Yeah, good luck to you. Cheers. Thanks, cheers. guys. Bye. Bye.